Over the last two decades, I've been on a quest to learn everything I can about leadership, obsessed with what makes the best leaders so good. After running companies small and large for the last 20 years, today I speak on stages all across the world to audiences who are interested in that same question. My name's John Laredo, and I'm your host. I invite you to join me on this journey as we explore this topic, what makes the best leaders so good. Welcome to Tomorrow's Leader. All right, welcome to today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader, where we dive deep on all things leader-related, related to leading yourself and leading others. I am John Laredo, your host today and tomorrow and the day after. So uh, recently, this weekend, I was out uh, with my son, Nick, and my dad, uh, dad, as I call him, or John, he is also John, uh, and we were out hitting some golf balls. Now, I had this crazy back injury. I don't know where it came from. I'm fine now. So I sat there and I basically watched them hit golf balls as I was really dying to get out there and hit golf balls. The next day I got out there and I actually played. So it worked out. But that morning, watching them, and we decided afterwards, it was a great morning, we decided afterwards to get some breakfast. My dad knew this place that uh, was a bagel place. And I love bagels. I don't eat them much, but I love bagels. Wow. They're so good. Um, so he mentioned this place. I'm like, fantastic. Let's go. So we went to this place and it was the, it was packed, <laughs> really packed. Uh, it was a Saturday morning and it just smelled so good. I walked in. I'm like, ah, nice. And we waited in line and it was, you know, one of these where you go up and you order from the counter and then you sit down, they call your name and then you come up and, you know, they get your food. So, uh, we go up to the counter. They've got this unbelievable menu. Food looks great. The bagels look so good. I just, I totally overordered because the food looked absolutely fantastic. I ordered this big scramble of like scrambled eggs and peppers and onions and sausage and bacon and cheese. And uh, then I also got a bagel on everything bagel toasted with cream cheese. And it was fantastic. It was absolutely fantastic. So the food was fantastic. The environment was pretty cool too. It had kind of this New York bagel bagelry uh, type of atmosphere. Um, but there was one problem with this place and that was when you went up to the cash register. So there was a long line, but it, things were moving kind of slower than they should have moved. And when you went up to this line, when you went up to the counter, they had a register that was really outdated. And by outdated, I mean that it didn't have a button for all the things on the menu. So, uh, this poor lady who was at the cash register when she was taking our order, which was a lot because three hungry guys and drinks and all that stuff taking the order she had to type in like you would in a keyboard like type in the words so my dad was like you know i want uh i don't want cheese i want tomatoes on my omelet instead okay no cheese hold the cheese add tomatoes you know she's typing in word for word and it's like and then i'm going through the rest of the order and she's like wait 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 you know, and, and I had to go back and, and go through the order a few times. And I'm thinking to myself, she's going to miss something. I mean, I, I don't, and I don't know why it's taking her so long. I, that, when I'm sitting at the counter, I'm, I couldn't understand it. Then my dad told me afterwards, yeah, here's the reason. It's like this super outdated system. And so anyways, we got done. It was a long process to place our order. She's a real nice person, put our order in. 
we sat down and I'm thinking to myself, I know there's going to be a mistake and I can't imagine she got everything. We had to go back a couple of times. Hey, did you get the blueberry muffin? Did you get this? Blah, blah, blah. No. Oh, geez. No, I didn't. So uh, sure enough, my dad got his omelet and he did not have tomatoes uh, as he had asked. So a uh, couple of things with this, a couple of ahas, really, really basic, easy things. Here's a place that had great food, great atmosphere, great location, great prices, friendly people. I mean, everything was there. I mean, it was, it was, everything was there. They had everything for a really successful business, but their bottleneck, which not only slowed the place down. So it was a lot slower than it needed to be, but it also led to bad service because they got orders wrong. My guess is probably 50% of the orders had something wrong was this stupid outdated register. And I'm thinking, okay, granted, that's an investment a business makes. So you're looking at hard money. You got to throw in to get one or two new registers or updated software. I don't know. Maybe it's that. Um, And for whatever reason, they didn't do it. Now, either they didn't recognize that that was the bottleneck, but I think if they scratched their head enough, they could have figured it out. Or they recognized it and they decided to just, hey, you know what? We're going to we're going to keep going. We're not going to worry about it. But I guarantee it costs them money. I guarantee it because I guarantee it costs them turnover. They weren't turning over, turning orders around fast enough. And you multiply that in one morning, not that big of a deal. You do that every morning for a year. That's a lot of lost business. I guarantee it left a little bit of a negative mark on people because they're thinking, okay, it's going to take longer. It's going to be slower. I got a mistake. Now we left there feeling positive about the place, but here I am doing a podcast about, you know, what wasn't a positive part of it. Um, So I see businesses all the time where they have something in the business that's slowing their business down. And sometimes it's small and they either turn a blind eye to it or make a decision that, hey, we're not going to do anything about it. Now, sometimes this happened to be a piece of equipment and it's an easy fix. Guarantee it's an easy fix. Now, if your business is that important to you and you're not just doing it for the short term, which 99% of business owners are saying, hey, I want that this is long term. If you're doing it for the long term, you've got to make those short term investments that pay off long term dividends. This is one of them. It removes a bottleneck. It makes your business go faster and smoother. It's more professional. It's better service. People feel better all that kind of stuff. And it was just this. It was a little piece of equipment. Now, sometimes the bottleneck is a person. I'll contrast this with another. There's a There was a Panera that I used to go to when I lived up in Boston. And I loved Panera. And I'd go in there. Sometimes I'd do some work. I'd get my coffee. I think I went there every single morning. I did every single morning for a period of time and get my coffee. And love their food, love their coffee, love their uh, everything about the experience except for this one lady at the front. She just had one of these sour expressions every morning. And she just was, you know, those people that reek negativity, she reeked negativity and everybody else in there, all the other employees were great. The manager was great. He'd come out, he'd say hello. But here was this person who was basically the face of their organization who was miserable. She never smiled barely grunted in response to you and she just looked angry and sad and mean she looked mean she was scary she scared me and that was not a good way to start your day and i remember wow i just remember thinking if i was the manager 
Now, may, I, listen, I, I, attitude is everything. She could have been great and competent, skilled, but if you don't have the attitude that makes people feel welcome, I literally felt like I was an intrusion every morning coming there, like she, I was a bother to her. And I was almost like, you know, uh, she just absolutely sent this message without saying anything that that she hated people. Like, that's how I took this. And I'm like, okay, if I were the manager, easy decision, she's gone. Bring somebody in who's got a bright, cheery disposition, who's somebody who's going to smile, make eye contact, welcome you, and problem solve. That's the bottleneck. Sometimes it's a person. So you think about your organization, you know, it's like a car. It's like, you know, a car that has, uh, you know, 700 horsepower, but it's got a governor on it and it's not going, you can't get it past 70 to 70 miles an hour. Or it's got really cheap, thin tires on it, or or it's got uh, you know another problem with it. It doesn't matter how much horsepower you got in it. It doesn't matter how great your food is. It doesn't matter how great your product is. If you've got a bottleneck like one person or people that are preventing your business from doing as well as it could, or in, in the first case, a cash register piece of equipment technology that's making it ultimately not the best experience for people, you've got to make a change. Ultimately, you're swallowing profits. You're losing profits. You're throwing them out the, out the window, down the toilet. And you have to recognize that as a leader of your organization, those small changes, small, small changes relative to everything else, sometimes they're very small, can make all the difference in the world. Just got to open your eyes. You got to pay attention. And in some cases, just ask, ask people for feedback. They're honest feedback. They'll actually tell you. Had the Panera manager asked me, hey, is there anything we can do better? I would have actually told them. If this bagel place said, hey, you know what, is there anything we can do to do better? I would have told them. And sometimes I do, but I just, you know, for whatever reason, we go on with our day. But if they asked, I would have given them feedback. I would have told them, hey, you know what, you can probably make a lot of money. I don't know anything about cash registers. I don't know anything about software systems. But if you did a little research, my guess is you can get something that allows your cashier, your person at the front to, to ring people's, up, uh, people's order up better, faster, more accurately. And all of a sudden, you're going to see things turn over faster, more revenue, more profits. Had they asked, I would have told them that. So sometimes it's as easy as that. Ask people their opinion. All right? Do what you want with that. My job is to throw out these ideas, let you run with them. I want to make these actionable. I want you to be able to do something with it. This is hopefully an actionable episode. So do something with it. Or maybe you know a business that has a bottleneck. Tell them. Maybe they don't know it. Tell them. That's your mission. All right? Hope you enjoyed today. As always, like, subscribe, share, add comments. Go down below. Get five-star review. As a reminder, I got my book, Tomorrow's Leader, coming out in the next month, two months. I will keep you posted on that very soon. You will be able to pre-order it. I'm very, very excited about it. Full of all kinds of great stories and leadership principles. And my TED Talk is coming out very, very soon. So that will hit uh, social media as soon as I have it in its final form and able to be distributed, I will do so. I know many, many people have been asking about it. I appreciate it. I'll get it out to you shortly. So in the meantime, have a great day. Thanks for everything. See you next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Tomorrow's Leader for suggestions or inquiries about having me at your next event or personal coaching. Reach me at john at loritogroup.com. Once again, that's J-O-H-N at L-A-U-R-I-T-O-G-R-O-U-P dot com. Thanks. Lead on.